KB in the bay going crazy. Put peace on the hood, Mercedes. Young boys letting off 80. Leaning next to a DR like Hades. Ain't no corner, no Bailey. No internet clown gon' play me. Money ain't never gon' make me. I can win with a couple bucks like Brady. And she ain't baby, you cannot shame me. When they gon' pay me to shut my mouth. Ain't gotta okay me, then they gon' save me. I'm finna stay free. Oh, what no. is up, everyone? We are back with another episode of Shaping the Culture. Hope all is well with you guys listen we've got a special guest today and i know every week i say special but today for real for real special guest um she is someone who has a heart after the lord uh, a brilliant communicator has a heart of worship has been gifted by god with influence on social media to uh, progress his name to make his name famous uh, we are honored and humbled to have the one and only Hannah with us. How you doing, Hannah? Oh, that's such an honor. Thank you so much. Um, I've already mentioned to you how I am, first of all, like so honored to be here on this side because yeah. as I've mentioned to you, I've just watched some of the interview conversations that you've had and I'm like, yeah. even sending this to some friends saying, we need to keep the conversation going and here yeah. I am. So yeah. thank you for inviting me here. Yeah, no, thank you for accepting the invitation. Uh, I was very thrilled that you accepted it and were willing um, to come on. And so, yeah, no, this is, this is great. I'm, I'm, and, and, and for those who don't know, we've been prepping and planning for this specific conversation for weeks. Uh, we even read a book together to kind of help us uh, just narrow in on this topic and do the best that we can. And so, I'm excited. I think the Lord is going to do something great with this conversation. Um, real quick, so for those who don't have a context to who you are, for those who may not know who you are, give us a little bit of a bio. Uh, who are you? Where do you come from? Share your story with us. Uh, maybe even your testimony, um, the work that God has done in your heart, all that good stuff. We want to know who's Hannah. <laughs> who is Hannah? Um, so, well, my name is Hannah. So we were just talking about like some people can call me Hannah, Hannah, whatever you like. But yeah, um, yeah so I was born and raised in Montreal, Quebec. So I'm Canadian. Hey, Canada's in the uh, house. Yes. And currently I'm kind of in between Dallas and Canada, Dallas, Texas and, and Montreal. Yeah. That's just where God has me in this season. Yeah. Um, and this is actually part of just the journey, I guess, that God has had me on like social media and, and where I'm at now. Um, but the way that my testimony and how I came to know Jesus or really when I dedicated my life to him and surrendered my life to him, yeah. uh, and the way that that ties to, uh, I guess, the online platform yeah. and social media presence is that I grew up uh, in the church. So I'll start off by saying okay. this, I grew up um, in the church yeah i don't know if i told you much of my like personal personal testimony but um so i grew up in the church uh god and things of god were all familiar to me vbs yeah. all of that sort of oh, thing yeah. it was very familiar to me yeah. but i wasn't fully engaged in um just uh I, I wasn't like fully fully engaged in it all it was just kind of like culture this was my culture in the same way that everyone has their own upbringing and culture that was my yeah. culture yeah. 
Um, I started being um, challenged with my own faith and views in high school elementary, just in school in general, where yeah. I'm starting to be exposed, you know, to the world in different ways of thinking. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> I can't, I can't just give like uh, simple answers. I need to believe what I'm actually right, saying, you know. Right, right. Um, so fast forward to this uh, moment. I know I'm like really fast forwarding to this moment. Yeah. Where, um, uh, I had a, an incredible encounter with God that I'm still to this day trying to understand mm. like what happened there uh, every year as um, you know as as I just like grow older I I look back at that moment I'm like oh I think that's what you were doing and then yeah. the next I'm like oh no no that's what you're doing I still don't know it's a mystery and honestly that just the idea that that's uh, partly a mystery to me is exciting because I know it couldn't have been me. Wow. So the encounter um, was basically after a conversation I had with my dad, mm. uh, who is the person who primarily, honestly, in my life has led me to the Lord, yeah. um, who has led me to a honest, like, and sincere relationship with Jesus. Um, and I just want to honor him for a second and say, yeah. like, I, I really, really commend him for not being God in my life, but really mm. pointing me to Jesus. Anytime uh, I would have questions um, about just life and truth, he would say, good question. Sometimes he would even admit, I don't know, but here is like a passage in scripture or, or here is like, you know, a resource for you to look into it for yourself and then let's talk about it. Yeah. So I really appreciate that because he always pointed me to search for myself because yeah. he trusts god that much that he would point me to god himself yeah. so um wow that's been encouraging and so that encounter after having a conversation with my dad um my dad not knowing that in that moment god is like speaking to me and i'm kind of just looking sideways like what like god did i i didn't tell him this how does he know you know so i'm in my head i'm just kind of freaking out honestly because yeah. it, it like a moment of um what's it called when like a verdict kind of thing mm. that like something i needed to have a conversation with god and i was scared i was scared but i didn't show it because i was like i need this conversation to end so that i can talk to god so then uh, my dad <laughs> we finished our conversation he, he leaves it was late at night um now i think it's like 10 years ago that this okay. happened which is crazy because it feels like yesterday yeah. but so he leaves, I'm like checking the calls. I'm like, God, I know you're here. Literally, if there was a camera there, I'm literally like checking calls in. Um, yeah. and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Um, but I, I was like, God, I know, I know yeah. that that is you. And right. I know that you are calling me to wow. something much greater than what I've made of you or this, right. this Christian faith thing. Mind you, I had been baptized like probably like three years before that, two years before that. And it was an honest, sincere, like, um, I had surrendered my life to Jesus. I, I accepted Jesus as my Lord, but this was an invitation that was different. It was like, yeah. I guess, an invitation to discipleship. And that's a whole yeah. different conversation of like yeah. a full devoted life to Jesus and accepting him as savior. So yeah. Uh, yeah. this was the start of something different. This was a start of like, like I'm giving you everything. Yeah. And I think the greatest conviction in that moment was God really convicting me and showing me that I had, I had been, um, I hadn't, I hadn't made him everything in my life. Mm. My life was 
everything and then he was just that thing that was sprinkled on there Uh, and i didn't even know that i was in the wrong honestly Mm. and that's why it was so sweet i felt like it was such a sweet invitation you know how the word says his kindness leads us to repentance Um, it was his kindness kindness and so after that moment made a vow like with god and i didn't i didn't Mm initiate that vow years later i was like oh my gosh it's the holy spirit who led me to make a vow like he's so smart you know (laughs) Um, it definitely was not me so from that point on uh just like this fire and zeal for the lord Mm. that was uh, just had been like increased um on like a whole other level and also a hunger for the word that i had never had before never um, one of the excuses that I usually made to to God or just in my journey with God and reading the word was like, I don't read like that, you know, yeah. like, you know, um, reading in general was something that was introduced to me like at school. It wasn't something that I did a lot like at home as, as a kid. If anything, I really like actually didn't like it because I associated it with like being tested, gotcha. you know, and like, yes. I was like, eh, no, 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 no. But <laughs> it was interesting. Me. Yeah, that's just, that's not for me. <laughs> But he gave me the hunger for it. And so that started this honest journey. One of the things I'll highlight in my, um, just that moment of surrendering my life to Jesus in that moment, telling him I'm willing to give everything, giving him disclaimers of like, I'm not like so-and-so, is it okay to come just as I am? And him speaking back to me and everything. But I'll say this one thing to highlight, cause that's what changed everything. And that's what honestly, I believe uh, led uh, me to have the kind of impact that I've, I've had honestly by his grace through uh, social media and other means, which yeah. is the, the, one of the biggest things that I mentioned in that prayer, I said, God, like, mm. is it okay? And this was me being on, I wasn't sure. I, I didn't know for sure, but I was like, God, I know that so-and-so and the just different people I've been surrounded by who are Christians, they've, they've done it this way or whatnot. And I'm like, is it okay? Um, it, like I, I admitted to him, I said, I'm not like so-and-so. I'm yeah. not, I don't know this like so-and-so. I don't, this and that. I was just kind of comparing, but showing him, I'm not like this, but I'm willing to walk this out honestly. Wow. And I'm, is it okay for me to come to you with questions and to really admit that like, I don't know everything and to just go on this journey in that, with that heart posture. If I don't get something, is it okay for me to say, I don't get it? Yeah. Like, even if it would put me to shame in a way, is wow. it okay? Because if if I'm gonna do this thing and follow you, I want to know you. I yeah. want like to be about, um, I want it to be real. And if it's not real, I'm living a lie. So. Yeah. I felt like my devotion that moment, yes, to God, but honestly, also this promise to myself, like I'm live, I don't want to live a lie. I do not want to live a lie. So if there's a point in this journey that I don't get something, I'm willing to admit I don't get it. And even if that's scary to me, I'm willing to say I don't get it. So um, from that point on, like I had already been on social media, uh, just like just friends were in in general. It was just like a thing to have. You have um, Instagram and Snapchat or whatever. I, I don't know if Snapchat was around at the time, but yeah. if there was any social media around, I was on it. Like <laughs> I was on uh, all different platforms. I just, yeah. God has given me the, um, since I was a young girl, I just always love to create. Like sometimes I, we have like home videos of, of me uh, where, you know, while friends and family are talking there, I'm in a corner just like acting, just, yeah. just acting and talking to uh, a, a camera, a made up yeah. camera. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, 
We love yeah, to see that. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I, um, I, I had a social media account, but I felt uh, really compelled to, to, to share my honest journey with God because at the time it was like maybe like you know it was all about me but then like sprinkled of just Jesus you know in different ways almost like jewelry like oh a Bible verse here just so that you know just so people know I'm Christian you know but it wasn't about Jesus really that was so private that was so personal to me that was in conversation with certain people that would you know but it wasn't everything and because now God has done this thing in my life and he's encountered me in this way i'm like well i vowed to live an honest life and and live this out honestly and god if you really are my everything then i would be lying to not share all of you on my social media page and i was wondering like how to go about that um it was really intimidating honestly because the background of study that i was in um is business and so this world that i'm in just secular business world and you know eventually like just looking for a job and opportunity is just it's not encouraged to share and broadcast your faith and so for me i felt like Mm. i don't care if this means that i will not get a job opportunity so be it like that was (laughs) my literally that was my uh art posture and i had family close family members who were like just be careful because right. this is I'm like, I don't care. Wow. You know, and it was it wasn't wow. like a careless thing. It was right, having right, right. understood the cost and mm-hmm. saying it's worth it anyway. So that's so um, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want me to still keep going. I, I can say so much more, but I'd love for us to continue. No, <laughs> no, I'm intrigued. I'm all the way okay. in right now. Okay. Yeah. I just want to first acknowledge how dangerous of a prayer you prayed. it was um you know i I love that you were able to acknowledge and that the lord had shown you that you know that jesus isn't an accessory that he is god right you know that he isn't somebody we just add on to our lives he is the point of our life and um when you kind of recognize that i just love the heart of repentance and the heart to say lord you know, you take center stage, you, you have it all. Will you accept all of me, the good, the bad? Do I have, you know, like, that's such a humble place to be. Um, A lot of the times we, um, we come to God with preconceived notions, we don't come empty. A lot of the times we come to God with an agenda, we don't come empty, but for you to come and I think maybe you learned it from your dad, because he set an example of showing you, yo, I might not have the answers, but I can point you to the answer, right? And I, I could see that bleeding into even the way you approached God and saying, God, like, um, are you okay with these doubts? Are you okay with these questions? Are you okay with me not knowing at all? And I just, I'm moved by that. And then even going into you stepping into social media, I wanted to point something out here. I think nowadays, um, people, bring up Jesus and their faith on social media because then they know they'll get likes. They'll know they'll get a following. They'll know that they'll have a platform. Um, In fact, content creation is in right now. Like there, there is an audience, there is a space to speak about Jesus. Um, But that wasn't your case. Uh, You were, it was actually, yeah, 
<laughs> it was actually uh there was conviction on your heart there was this you know kind of like jeremiah there's a fire shot up in my bones right and no matter the cost no matter what happens i got to get this message out there i've got to share with the world what god has done in me and i wanted to ask you um what what was that conviction uh what led to you you know hearing family out hearing friends out understanding the costs it may come with um regarding career paths but still saying nah like jesus is real i've experienced something and i've got to share this where, where did that come from hmm. where did the conviction to hear those things but still do it anyway come from yeah i mean how can I explain? I'm 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 saying here that there, I still I'm trying to figure out what yeah. what is it about that encounter with you that changed everything? It was just so real, and I took him mm. at his word. That wow. um, once you take God at His word and you really you believe, like it's not just you you hear it and you're like, yeah, but you believe it. Yeah, and it then it shouldn't it, it, it shouldn't matter that you will uh, you might make a fool out of yourself if it's for if it's for the sake of me knowing him deeper like my life is now his i've i've made that commitment and it's not just a commitment it's really he invited me into it right. so i right. felt like i would be losing all of a sudden one thing that i didn't mention in this um that moment where um i just said yes completely was i had a vision that came to mind which looked like this um uh it was a train track and there was a train um there was a train headed in one direction and i don't know what this is called like the gear thing that like shifts the, yeah. that shifts uh one uh, train from going in one direction to the to next. another yes yes yeah. so i think it's called like a switcher or something um yeah. but as the train is going and i understood that to be my life immediately when i made that decision i remember seeing my whole life my whole future um, flash by like just flashed um in my in my head yeah. um it just kind of flashed by and then the train track immediately that that gear thingy yeah. just um it it closed and it allowed the train to mm. keep going on the straight path whereas it was headed one direction but it went that way so awesome. For me, the visual of that and understanding that one, one thing that God revealed to me in that moment when I when I made that decision and vow is that my entire future just changed. Mm -hmm. The person I would marry just changed. The, everything just changed, but it could have looked different. Right. So why would I, why, why would I now take matters into my own hand and, um, you know, make decision and like building my life for the way that I, I would imagine it. When God just showed me that your whole future has just changed, it's yeah. in his hands. Yeah. So as I'm like yielded to him, I want that. Yeah. I don't know what that looks like and that's scary in a way, but if that's what is required, if my faith is required for me to trust that you're taking me somewhere, whereas I could have taken my life somewhere that I, I know where it's going, I rather that. Honestly, I just, I rather that. So I can't explain it. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but I can tell you that um, it just, for me, it comes down to living a life of integ integrity, I guess, or just being honest with myself. If I vow to live for truth, 
then yeah. that's yeah. what's required yeah. is for me to pursue truth, no matter how uncomfortable that is. My goodness. You're preaching, <laughs> preaching right now. This is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love what you, what you said about um, taking God at his word. Um, you know, in our, in our community right now, we're going through the book of James and James says something profound in the first chapter. And he says, humbly accept the word that has been planted in you, which can save you. And what I love about that is James is saying, our, us being saved is contingent upon our acceptance of the word. Um, too often we think we need a new word, we need a new sermon, we need a new podcast, we need a new revelation, we need a new book. But James, and mind you, he's speaking to new Christians. These are Christians that are being persecuted and have been of the faith a year, two, three years max. And he's letting them know, you've received enough. I know you've just got into this faith, but you've received enough where if you in your heart make a decision to accept it, if you humbly accept it, uh, this word has the potential to change your life, right? And I think a lot of the times in Christian culture, in our society nowadays, um, we like to over-intellectualize or we like to over-spiritualize things, right? Uh, we put so much pressure on the communicator. We put so much pressure on the approach. We put so much pressure on the depth. And, and James is not considering any of that when he's looking at our salvation. He's saying, to your point, do you accept this? Do you take him at his word? Are you allowing what he said to be true, to be real and uh, to be real and profound in your heart? And a lot of the times, the difference between a good sermon and a bad sermon, the difference between a good message and a bad message, the difference between a good devotional time and a bad devotional time is not the word itself, but our heart's posture towards the word. And I love how what radically changed your life was you willing to take him at his word. And I think that if we were to bet on God's word, if we were to just stop and lay down our preferences, lay down our experiences and just say, Lord, I humbly come. I want to receive and accept your truths. We would find our life going in a completely different direction. I love the analogy you gave with the train, like literally everything shifted. It's like, I'm going to marry someone different now. I'm going to have uh, different desires, different dreams, different friendships. I'm going to spend my time differently, spend my money differently. Like everything went in a completely different direction. And so that, that, that's profound. Do you want to reflect on that a little bit more before we jump into social media piece? But I, I'm just, I had to let you know, I was ministered by that piece alone. Yeah. Well, I, I want to say it, it wasn't even an, an analogy that I just made up. It was a vision. Like, okay. Was, okay. Yeah. This vision that came to my, and I was like, well, I, I really wonder when I look back at that moment, what, what, what did I look like? You know, mm. what, what did that look like? Because I literally was having a back and forth conversation with God. It yeah. was like sitting down, sobbing, sobbing, wow. as though somebody had died. I never cried like that before. So I was confused. I'm like, what? Yeah. What is, what are these, what, what is this groaning? Like, wh where is this coming mm. from? You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. 
and the back and forth and you know me waking up the next day like seeing everything differently as cliche as it sounds but it is what it is like honestly i've not from that day i've not appreciated nature and people in the way that i do now i see it all differently wow yeah. wow that's the yeah. beauty of the gospel it's a paradigm shift yeah yes I love, so I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but I feel like this heart posture says a lot to where you ended up going and how you handled what you handled, but I'll we'll wait till <laughs> I'm just connecting dots already. But before we get there, um, you said you got on social media at a cost. Um, it, was, it was frowned upon. It wasn't encouraged. Um, and at, sometimes like we got to also acknowledge like it's people had your best interests in mind. It wasn't right. like they were trying to discourage the work yeah. of God. They just wanted you. Right. Yeah. Um, but you took God at his word. You knew that this is something that you had to do. Um, did you, once you got on there, just speak to us a little bit about that journey. I know you became an influencer and God gave you a platform, which is not easy. You could be gifted you can have the looks, you can all that and still not get the influence or the impact that you had. And so we obviously see that God was working in and through you, through your pages. Um, did that come quick? Was that a slow burn? What was that process? How is your heart going into that, jumping into that? Okay, well, I want to start off by saying until this day, I don't know as much of the Christian culture as I do of just hmm in his word i've been more exposed to just like his his word and in that like real journey of a disciple than i have been to the culture of christianity so jumping into um this Good. journey of social media i didn't know i to this day sometimes people tell me names like you remind me of this and i'm like who's that or, or like you know i've had opportunities to just even work with certain people and and you know this assumption that i know and i'm like i don't know why with all like honor and respect i'm like i don't know who you are yeah. and i'm supposed to as a christian apparently kind of thing but um, or i'm supposed to know of this song or i was supposed to know of the you know um and so yeah. so i want to start off by saying that there was nothing I love what I was doing. I no, love like, it. I love my it. My closest fr like circle of friends were just like just non church goers. If, mm. if like so, if anything, this was like it was like something that could so easily be frowned upon and then also be a mocking, like a, a thing to mock, you know? Um, so I was actually really discreet about it at first. When I started sharing things, I was like. Okay, God, I know, I know that like, I want, I want to to be honest about this, but I don't want to tell anybody. <laughs> I'm not yeah. gonna tell anybody. So yeah. like, my first post literally was like, and I've kept it up there. Currently, it's actually deactivated until Easter twenty. Hey, hey, let's go. <laughs> but um, but my first post, it's funny because I look back, I'm like, kind of, you thought this was the most courageous thing, but now it's like easy to post something like that right. but basically it was uh, near near our house there's a lot of just um uh just beautiful forests and um beautiful nature all around and so it was the fall time and and i took a picture of this path that i would always walk and as i mentioned earlier how like everything looked different to me um and i had this different appreciation i took a picture of it and like my honest response to looking at that is like god i see you in this you know mm. but i'm like i would not post that 
like i don't tell people that like they're gonna think i'm crazy kind of thing but i was like i don't care and i'm just like um something around around the lines of like um uh, it's so evident that there's a magnificent like mm. designer behind this or creator behind this design and really just acknowledging him and being honest about it and just posting it i'm like ah, so this is the start of me sharing my honest journey and like right. I, there's nobody like i told you i started a separate uh, account so people didn't know about this page right. it was like zero um and it was even there was a different name to it before i didn't i didn't aim to like make yeah. this a platform at all this was like if anything it was like an online uh, journal knowing very well that this is public because i wanted i wanted to challenge myself to share it publicly wow. and it can land on anybody's like you know on anybody's um uh, page but I, I don't know who's and then eventually over time you know first friends would say hey i saw you know there's this <laughs> i saw you Shane. i'm like oh my god oh my god, oh my god. but go. what it did was it it sparked it started sparking conversation yeah. that i did not expect but it pulled me out of my uh, comfort so what's happening online now is sparking something in person that's very uh, real she, yeah. like completely changing the dynamics of some of my relationship with friends and because of this real thing that i'm sharing that's a real part of my life yeah. Um, so yeah um it's it's uh, I, I was even recently like looking back at the, the old pictures and literally like maybe few likes, few people who are, who are liking it. It's nothing like worth, um, uh, I mean, it is worth, as somebody who gets it, it is worth everything. Everything. You know, to get, get an applause, not for me, but for God. But, um, but to anybody else, it's just like, okay, like you, you know, it's not, it doesn't, it's not really like a glamorous thing. Um, but I kept going and I was excited. Yeah. I had never been so excited to share things because it was so real. Right. It was so, so real. I didn't care about what things yeah. look like necessary, whatever. Um, but I cared about just the integrity. That was the yeah. biggest thing. If there's any yeah. mark on yeah. my page, it's integrity. I will not share anything for the sake of sharing it. I will share it as it comes from like just the overflow. Mm. I literally had to create this like, a page or just notes folder um, to um, carry, I guess, um, what I started calling brain spills, because there would be moments where the Holy Spirit would just like prompt me. I, I could either be like in thought, uh, I don't know, on, on a break from, from class, and I'm like, oh, and I just like would write the inspiration, you know, and then those things I would, a lot of the time I would share. Sometimes, no, I realized that it was just for me, but then mm. most of the time, that was a season of just sharing sharing which is interesting because that's not the season i'm in now yes yes we'll get to that yeah 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 so i i really appreciate a lot of what you said um i think that god looks at our heart and he looks at our attention intentions and when you went into the social media space to share about the gospel share about what god was doing in your heart the things that he was teaching you you, it wasn't a means to an end. You know what I'm saying? Like you weren't doing that in hopes of getting a platform. It wasn't in hopes of getting seen, getting some opportunities. Um, in fact, because of the, the context that you were in, it was actually a, 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 an act of bravery more than anything. And I love how you put it. It was an online journal. 
Um, you were just sharing the things that the Lord was teaching you, the things that the Lord had put on your heart. Um, and so um, you, uh, you, you alluded to this earlier too. You weren't really familiar with Christian culture. You weren't familiar with, you know, how people are moving, the industry, the, the way uh, things are set up nowadays. Um, it was almost like you were completely removed from all of that. And so when you stepped into the space, um, you, you didn't have an agenda. Um, you just wanted to share your heart. Um, I, I wanted to ask you, as you began to see your influence grow on social media, were you taken aback? Because you weren't trying to build a platform. You were trying to share what God had put in your heart. And I love how you said, that's kind of how I feel is shaping the culture. Some of these conversations we put out turns into real conversations off camera, real yeah. connections. I've made a lot of connections off camera because of what God was doing through these conversations. Like, we wouldn't be sitting here together today if it wasn't for, yeah. And so um, your heart was pure in your approach. And as the influence began to grow, what, what happened there? Like, what, what did you begin to notice? Um, were you surprised? Um, were you encouraged? Did you feel like God was affirming the things that he was teaching you? Like, what was that journey like for you? Man, that's a really good question. Um, and I really appreciate it. So I honestly, I feel like I can't take credit for the, like the pure heart thing. Honestly, God has, he kept my heart mm. pure. And I think it's probably because he, good. he kept my heart focused on the main thing. And I, I didn't, he, he kept me from seeing certain things. I really do believe mm. that. He like blinded me from certain things. from wow. Because anyone, once you're exposed to certain things, it's like, oh, it's like, <laughs> let me do that. But I really believe that Love he it. had a purpose. Yeah. He had a something to accomplish during that time in that specific way through my life. And so for that reason, he kept my eyes just fixed on the thing. And so um, as so just going back off of like where I last left off in this journey of starting social media page. Yes. So not being so so familiar with this um christian culture thing but eventually i was like oh there is uh -huh. there is something here because people are starting to um and mind you at this time i'm not like fully involved in like serving at church with that how do i explain it so like i grew up serving in, in children's ministry yeah and i didn't even call it serving it was just you volunteer you, that's what you do like i told yeah. you church was it's my life. Like the kids are like my kids in a way they're, it's my church family. So right. you just do that. But then it shifted when I started, um, when I devoted my life to Jesus and really understanding the, like what the church is and, you know, yeah. our part to play in that and all of these things. And so, um, I think even in this day and age, like the idea of serving in, in ministry is like, in a, a glamorous, yeah, yeah. and it's like yeah. I didn't know that, but I started hearing um, mm. people, uh, you know, call out certain things of uh, me that I was not hearing before. Things like, "Oh, anointed, anointed, anointed." I'm like, what? What's that? Like, what is that? Um, and things like, um, uh, I mean, leadership is is a, a normal term to be used in and out of the church, but I started right. hearing a lot too like you have yeah. this gift of leadership and this and that and just like things that started um mm -hmm. uh, being highlighted in me and i was like huh 
what is that? I'm hearing it a lot. Let me like search the like the, the word and even ask around me, what does that mean? And what does this look like? There are even, um, this is a little bit off, but just to show you how much I wasn't really uh, in really understanding like the the culture what was hyped up and what wasn't i was at a conference once and there was a, a, a minister who had the gift of prophecy who who uh, called on me and it was just like calling out uh, this prophetic gift thing and like there was this like almost this roar in the room of like yes and then i was like why is it why is it so celebrated like i didn't understand uh, my my initial reaction was like <laughs> take this to God and ask him like what is this you know and like okay. what do you have you know what's the intent of this but just just to even like show I really um I I started understanding what this cultural Christianity could look like from people's mm -hmm. reaction and what was deemed like praiseworthy in a way so yes. uh yes. It, it didn't honestly I don't think it fully distracted me it informed it informed me uh. but it didn't um distract me earlier on yeah. So um, as I'm sharing more without me even wanting to, I'm being like I'm engaging into this culture now in this world of like cultural Christianity, because now I'm put in a box like automatically wow. I'm sharing things about God, my, my journey and faith and this and that and me not thinking there's even a category for this. This is just life. But now uh, based off of other like pages and people who are discovering like this page, it's like it starts i don't know just put being put in a box of like yeah. okay this is who she is this is who joseph hannah is this is who um <laughs> that's all that she is in so um really i i noticed that i noticed that happened but at the same time what's really unique about the page um that i didn't i didn't know i didn't know who it would reach but i started discovering that as i shared i was like oh it's reaching a lot of abishas which is yeah. interesting did not yeah. plan on that and i think i had mentioned to you in one of our like conversation outside of this podcast um that uh that i actually when i started noticing that in all transparency when i noticed that it was reaching a lot of like awashas and there was a lot of engagement in in that world i was like no <laughs> <laughs> because what I so let me just for anybody watching this and you hear this, let me explain. I uh -oh. love I am such honestly, I'm very um I feel so privileged and like honored to be uh, Ethiopian and to come from that lineage, honestly. But I didn't grow up in the Abisha church. Okay. Yeah. I didn't grow up I grew up my my surrounding was really just multicultural. Even the church that I grew up in, I think this is a lot more common in Canada than in the in the States. But um but it, yeah, multicultural, different uh people all around. So when I what I'm accustomed to when I'm sharing just anything, any message is that it would reach all people of like all right. oh, old young, um, you know, all backgrounds. And so when I started yeah. noticing I'm like, ooh, I was scared that it was gonna just attract this one, yeah, this one people group, and then become this like little um, club, you know, uh, just for like abashas. And I'm like, that's not what I want. And I, I wonder, I, I was frustrated because I'm like, what yeah. am I doing that it's attracting just like, or not just them, because it was a, it was reaching others, but a lot of people that it was reaching and influencing and impacting were just abasha people like uh, in the church and out of the church so there started being 
there were different pages that would like repost my stuff um, in both worlds, like um, in the church and out of the church. And so it was interesting as uh, my journey evolved on social media. I honestly, it was a learning journey for me. I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's who it's reaching. If I were to start, I can't tell you who, you know how when you start a business, like just um, that target audience you yeah. write out. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, know. I was discovering it as we like as it was progressing i'm like oh this is the target audience this is what it seems like the yeah. target audience is this is what seems like our i don't know the category if there is one this is what seems like okay good it's it's very informative for yeah. me yeah. but um yeah i i didn't want to be limited by that but un, like it was out of my control Absolutely. so it was yeah. really just what ended up happening yeah yeah for sure um that's so funny. I totally resonate with that yeah. <laughs> for that reason and many others. And so yeah. um, I get that. So I love I love how you mentioned that you um, God protected you, right? Mm -hmm. That he, you know, had you turn a blind eye to the culture and what it could be and what um, it might be. Um, and he just kept you on that straight and narrow road and had you just share your heart, share what God had taught you, share what God was doing in your life. And then with that, the influence came. Um, did you ever at all, I know I want to, you know, transition also into you stepping away from that. But before that, um, I wanted to ask you, did you ever feel a sense of responsibility with the platform that you were given? I know you weren't necessarily looking for it or asking for it, but once you had received it, did you feel a responsibility to steward it well? Yes. Um, I think I already knew that at first, like mm. what for me, it was like the, the, I guess, revelation that I had when I first started, like um, first started sharing any posts, even though I didn't know who it would reach. I, I wanted to share it with the integrity that like, Yes. This could be to a queen, somebody in like royal palace or anyone like on the streets. And I would mm -hmm. share it with the same like yes. uh, that same integrity, like knowing that it it needs to carry um, just this honest message, yeah. you know. So yeah. for me, whether there was one person or many people that were viewing this, I wanted it to be shared in the same way. Um, Good. So. Remind me your question. I was going off somewhere and I, I no, no, just stewarding the platform. Yeah, the platform. So, yeah, um, I, I really believe that that was something that God showed me earlier on before I even started. Okay. So I was I, I was already um, I already understood that before I knew who was going to come and watch and and see this kind of thing. I really I really um, approach the, the the post that I would share and everything with that heart yeah. um, but um, eventually as I started seeing how this would reach people from like all over the world and young girl especially girls I mean they're young I would I would eventually when they gave the analytics I'm like oh my gosh you're just really seeing where this is yeah. reaching 
all over the world but especially from people's messages that's where i would find out like who's watching and like hey. I'm sometimes on snapchat which now i'm not on at all but um there would be people from like all over like in australia in like dubai and in europe in different places messaging me and thanking me and young girls so that was the thing that got me uh, thinking uh. um really like Okay, Hannah. Uh, I yes, I was mindful of like a lot of people, but I didn't. I don't think I fully considered uh, the younger, the younger um, people. Yes. When I started realizing, you know, there's like underage people who are still under like their parents, um, you know, authority in a way. Yeah. I have a huge influence on their lives, like to be sharing what I do, especially if they're looking up to me, mm-hmm. and so I. I started being super mindful of them and if anything like when i started sharing um when i would continue to share content i ha- always had them in mind i'm like is this a like the way that i'm okay. sharing it is it is it um something that would land well like for the younger viewers so maybe that's why there's even this like youthful kind of like thing yes. it's it almost feels like a like a disney kind of like a family a friend yeah. kind of page um it's it, most likely because I, I acknowledge that there is a large range of like people who are watching and like young ones, especially. And for me, if there are those people um, who are watching, then that's kind of the the priority in the way that I engage with like content. I yeah. want to make sure that it is like yeah, yeah. Um, that it lands well for them, but that could still, you know, uh, make sense to everybody else. Yeah, no, I love it. I love how intentional you were you now looking at the analytics looking at the messages that you're receiving and making your page appropriate. You know, I, I think like sometimes we we could disregard that and say, no, I wanna make the content I wanna make and how I wanna make it and for who I wanna make it for. Um, but for you to like take a step back and see that it's a younger crowd, uh, younger women, and you're like, okay, I have a responsibility. And so let me make make sure that this page is family friendly it speaks volumes to character and intentionality. And so I really appreciate that about you. Um, You super intentional with that. Weren't trying to build a platform. This was an act of bravery. You took another step of bravery. (laughs) Uh, Somewhere down the line, you decided that it was time for you to stop sharing some of the things that the Lord was revealing to you. Um, when did that happen? Why do you feel like that happened? And uh, what kind of led to that happening? That makes sense. Okay. So just as you were like uh, asking the question, just commenting on that previous response, I was thinking to myself, I was like, God, I don't like, I was literally just talking to God in my head right now. I'm like, God, I, I don't want to come off as some hero like i've definitely fallen short like um it really is by your grace that you've led me in this kind of way but like give me opportunity to share the 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 parts where i did fall and that it was you know like different things and i feel like this question will allow uh me partly to to share that but then also again just the grace that has carried me through so yeah um yeah so like i said uh earlier the the cultural christianity and the different glamorized things um though it wasn't 
it, it, it wasn't fully a distraction at some point. It was more so like informative. Eventually, I, uh, as I was really like realizing the, the, the opportunities, yeah. like the opportunities that came up out of this, I'm like, first of all, there's, you're telling me there's a whole world of like Christian <laughs> culture that I can literally just immerse myself in yeah, and yeah. make a life out of? Yeah. <laughs> Find me up like I, I so in a way it was like oh, okay I didn't know about this and it's not it's not glamorous to me but like I'm living this life I'm you know in school and this and that and tr trying to just make a living kind of thing yeah. so oh we can we can do this like yeah. we can really yeah. do this I don't know what this is but we can do <laughs> we something can do out it. of yeah, we can do it. So um, uh, I, I'm sure part of my heart was, yeah, the motives were pure, but then part of it was probably like, eh, like uh, a little bit often, um, just I had like wrong motives, but a lot of this planning started happening like behind the scenes. I was just starting to consider future, um, future of like what whatever this can be. Yeah. Um, just I uh, started con uh, just many things honestly there there were certain even like gospel artists that I was like hold up that I mind you I didn't fully know like I didn't know them well but I was realizing who they were and the kinds of um impact that they were having in the world who, yeah. who were wanting to have conversation with with me wow and I'm like yeah. First of all, God, help me again. Like, I really am asking God, help me steward this well, because this is becoming like more than I know how to steward. Like, on, right. like again, I wasn't doing it on my own, but I'm like, I really, I don't know. But my in my uh, in the ways that I would think to like plan this out, I'm thinking, okay, let me tap into these things. Let me see what can come out of this. But I was unsure, honestly. I was just like, and one of the last things that I, I was sharing to the public um, was uh, one of the last things before I announced that I'd be leaving was, um, was I shared prayer points that I had been praying through for like the, the, the next, wherever God was leading next. Cause that's what I was praying through. And I didn't know. So I, was, I shared, uh -huh. I shared it. I literally, I still have kept a screenshot of like prayer points. I, I laid it out. I said, opportunities that are coming up from this and that please be praying with me. I don't fully know, but I'm considering what it can be. Um, and so not just publicly, but these were things that I was discussing with like just mentors and people in my circle. Um, and what, what got impressed on my heart was like, I wanted, I wanted this, I didn't want this page to, um, to like for a while, I was like the face, I've been the face of this platform, you know, and though it's pointing to, to, to something else, I I've been the face, you know, like. Hannah, 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 like because of that whole influencer culture type thing. Yeah. But I was like, I don't want that anymore. I don't want it anymore because I want to invite others into this. I want it to be, I want it to be far greater than just me. I want it to be a community. I want it, you know, like that was really just the the thing that God was putting on my heart. And because I started processing that like vision out, prior points, all of this then came a moment and i don't know if you want me to go there just yet of like that transition yeah now bring let's let's hear it yeah <laughs> okay so then came a moment on an ordinary day uh where i was in my car what i like to do when i get home is just stay in the car i don't know if anybody else does that before i actually go in the house i just chill in the car 
Yeah. Guilty. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I was just in the car and I think I had been reading through the, just the story of, or I just had recently heard the story of um, Abraham and Isaac in the Bible and how he brought his, uh, wow. he, he was invited to, invited by, by the Lord to, to bring his son as a sacrifice on the altar. And I, I was just, I was just thinking of it. And I had my phone in my hand. I remember just thinking like, that's crazy. Like, that's crazy. How can a father bring his son? Like, that's different. Like the kind of way that he trusted you was different. I wonder. And so I was wondering to myself and to God, I was talking to God. I'm like, I wonder what, who is my Isaac? You know, like, I don't have a child. I don't have a boy. I don't have a young um, a child or, but I wonder who's my Isaac that I, if you were to ask me to bring it on the altar, I, it would be that challenging. And I was like, hmm. I don't think there's one anyway. Okay. And I was about to go inside and I felt, I've kind of felt the Holy Spirit be like, ah, not too quick. I'm like, what? And it's like the, the idea of Josephana came up and I, I remember I was like, no, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. I, didn't, I like acted like I didn't hear it because I was like, I don't want to go there. I don't want to hear it because we're we're in this planning phase. We're thinking vision, praying through like what's next. You know, the, you know all of these things. So I'm like, not Dustin. No, 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 no. I'm not. Anyway, um, but I'm like again coming back to that vow mm. I made with God. I vowed to be honest. This right. is not about what I've shared with people. This is about me and God. And if I'm having a real conversation with God right now and. I just hear this platform. Uh, I need to engage at least with with what God is telling me here. Right. So I'm like, okay, let me just think about it. What if, what yeah. if? And so um, out of that thought, honestly, that was that was what birthed like um, just the conviction mm. to to lay it down. I said, what if? You know, like what mm. what what will happen? I mean, like. Of course, I'm considering all that it would be lost from doing that. But again, <laughs> I'm like, God, in the same way that it was, it was, um, it mm. felt courageous for me to start this platform. This is what felt courageous for me to continue. Didn't feel courageous. Wow. What felt courageous was to lay it down. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> so I had to wrestle, uh, this out with God on my own personally. And I was like, I need to share this quickly because I can quickly act like I forgot about this. So, um, my goodness. yeah, uh, I eventually just, I mean, I processed this out a lot just in how I would communicate this, but for me, it was, it was quick. I said, okay, okay. Uh, and now what I need to do, I've already made the decision in that moment that I will do it. I just needed to consider how we're going to go about this. Like right. I need, you know, I want to, I want to honor the people who have been engaging. I want to know how I'm going to communicate this. I want to know, um, I want to fully understand for myself, like what does this mean from where we last left off with this vision and planning and this and that. And and then I'm, I'm going to do it. And so I had a whole plan of my, it's ironic because I was aiming or we were just headed towards building to, you know, different <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, this plan turned into a plan to say goodbye. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, so many thoughts. The first being, A, that is hard <laughs> to, 
the, the correlation between Joseph Hannah and Isaac is this. They're both good things that God uses. In mm. fact, Isaac was a promise. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like Abraham wasn't asked to give up sin. He was asked to give up a promise. Yeah. And um, same with Joseph Hannah, like you're ministering, you're serving, you're encouraging, you're equipping, um, you're inspiring. And God, you know, I think sometimes in Christian culture, the only thing we talk about that God wants from us are the bad stuff. Mm. Uh, we never talk about how God also wants the good stuff because an idol is not just a bad thing. An idol is anything good or bad that comes before God. And I think that we always justify keeping the good things around because they're good and even commanded and even encouraged in scripture. But the moment that comes before the Lord, we're in trouble. I think of a church. Church is good. Church is, God has died for the church. God has called us to be the church. God has called us to gather. The moment we put that in front of God, you know, because I've been in seasons, I know what it's like to just go through the routine, the hustle and the bustle, and my intimacy with the Lord is just shot, right? I haven't really spent time with him, but here I'm doing all these things for him. I think about Mary and Martha. Martha is running around in the kitchen and she's complaining to Jesus, yo, get, get Mary to help. And he's like, no, she actually chose the right thing. It's better to sit at my feet than do things for me. And mm -hmm. I just, I just, again, it is an act of courage. Like how long did it take you? The thing I'm fascinated about with Abraham is that the Bible says the next morning he got up to sacrifice mm -hmm. Isaac. He didn't sit on it. He didn't think on it. He didn't run it by Sarah. <laughs> uh, he didn't mm. run it by some friends. Hey, can you, cause you know, like we can get around some people that will tell us what we want to hear but we know that it's not what God is calling us to. Um, even on his way up to the mountain, his okay. servant is like, where are you going? And he's just like, we're going to worship. He didn't even give an inch to let someone speak against what God had called him to do. And so for you, what was that process like once you knew what God was actually saying? I love that you're bringing this up because I just thought of something. It's funny how in the beginning to start this page, there's like... Um, like well-intentioned people around me saying, no, uh, I don't recommend. And then now that it's grown <laughs> to this certain uh, uh, influence and whatnot, those same people and yeah. others, no, don't do that. You know, yeah. this is opportunity, this and that. And again, I, I had, it had to be a personal thing between me and God. Yeah. And it had to be, I love that you brought up the, just the immediate obedience in yeah. my heart. The, the decision was already made in yeah. the car. It yeah. was made. I had to make it <laughs> because I knew that, for myself, my God, like forget others um, mm -hmm. starting to, to, you know, maybe just encourage me to do something different. I, I was, I, I knew that myself, like I would want, want maybe to do that as well. But um, I, I really, one of the things that really encouraged me and that going back to the story of Abraham and Isaac is that if we know the way the story ends, his his child does not actually <laughs> come on now <laughs> come on now <laughs> yeah. doesn't actually die yeah um, he brings him 
to the altar, but then what was it, a ram? Like a yeah, yeah, in a thicket, yeah, a ram in a thicket, yeah. Shows up, and that's what ends up being sacrificed. And so, what I, as any human being, honestly, like anyone who understood the kind of like uh, opportunities that came up, it, it doesn't fully make sense to be like, oh, let me put this down, but when you know and you 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 feel like i don't want to say feel when you know that god has also revealed to you because there's something else else that he revealed to me in that moment it wasn't just take like um like this is where i'm leading you to but um in a goodbye video that i i shared i i used the analogy of a butterfly and this is what i believe god has shown me and and the way that he encouraged me to make this decision um the, a butterfly starts off as a caterpillar. Beautiful. Right. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, some people would say otherwise, but it's <laughs> um, Y'all so, Canadians it, different out there. It's, <laughs> it's beautiful. I said, all right. <laughs> Art is left to it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there's some that are really cute and beautiful. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing that then turns into what? Not a, like, it's different, but it's still the, the same. It's part of the same, like, body yeah. in a way. Yeah. but it's turning into another beautiful thing and i remember god just showing me i'm not i don't want to take this from you and also he gave me i remember him showing me like that i had permission to continue but if i did what i felt convicted of is that his grace wouldn't be on it it wouldn't be i wouldn't even feel fired to share the kind of things because like i said i'm not currently in a season where i feel to share all the things in my journey it's just it it would be kind of like removed in a way. So I was like, okay, I have the choice. I'm literally not forced to make this decision, but I felt challenged for my own self. And that's so, I I find that to be so beautiful. But yeah, that analogy is what really encouraged me. I'm like, God, it's not like you didn't hear all these Mm. prayers where we're heading you you've kept that in mind you're actually answering this but what if you're answering in a different way than what uh, i have imagined what if in order to get to what i'm thinking this needs to be um okay. close for now yeah, how would hannah like hannah know i don't know i don't know the the end like plan that god has but i'm trusting him and that's the journey that i believe god has okay. called us on it's humbling oh my god it's not glamorous it is not glamorous to be a servant like what jesus calls us to a disciple of jesus is not glamorous but man does he exalt the humble that's what his word says like he 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 really does um honor honor those who who come to him like with that posture of i don't know god but i so trust you this is your way and i know my way seems like it's, it's so secure and everything, but your way, your way. So um, that's where my heart was and that's where God was leading me. And so I felt wow. encouraged making that decision. It felt like a risky one, but it felt like it was worth it. I'm, I'm being blessed right now. <laughs> I'm being ministered to. Oh um, I, uh, I shared a little bit with you over the phone and I kind of had a similar um realization with social media um i it was going into 2022 um you know when you just do certain things like you say opportunities fall on your lap things start happening 
Um, I was having actually a conversation with a good friend, Chris, Pastor Christina. I think I mentioned this to you. Yeah. And I was telling her, um, when certain people start following you, like, it doesn't matter, at least for me, how humbled I was going into this. <laughs> There's something about it. It just alters your approach to social media because now you know that eyes are on you. When you see who views your story, you're like, oh, okay. You know, at first it's like, let me just share the good news. And then it turns into, for me, I won't say for any, I'll just speak for me. It turned into, could this impress them? Will this open doors for me? What if this got me a slot at this conference? What if, right? And this is stuff that's icky. It's like even weird to say out loud, like you'll never say it, but like it's in the heart. Like they're just, it's so easy to be like, okay, my intentions. I, I love I love what Paul says in First Corinthians where he says, I don't even judge myself. <laughs> like I'll let God do that. There's just so much in me that is beyond me. But you know, when God does give you uh, insight into your heart and how you move, um, we've, we've got to act fast. And I know my response was, I immediately was like, all right, let me archive everything. Let me not post as much. I don't want to, on my, like even, okay, shaping the culture we're posting here, personal page is going to be something separate. And even still right now, praying through what is my personal page? What is that going to be like? Um, how do I want to honor God with that? Like, what do I want to post on that? What is that? You know, because I have learned that like posting things that are good, inspirational sermons, whatever, like it might be helpful and beneficial, but is my heart in the right place as I post this? And maybe God at like, you know, you brought up Isaac, God never asked Abraham to sacrifice Isaac he got to a point where he's like, I know now that you love me more than you love your Instagram page. You know, I know that you love me now that more than you love opportunity. I know that you love me more than influence. Um, and then, you know, what you see with, 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 um, and I love how you talk about the grace of God. What you see is God offering Abraham a different sacrifice, but you know, for those, you know, we know this, um, that's the same mountain where Jesus died and God didn't spare his son. Like he spared Isaac. And I love how it just goes to show how much God loves us that the very thing he could have held back, he didn't so that he may gain us children of God. And uh, he's like, no, 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 Abraham, I'm not going to have you sacrifice Isaac. But there is a sacrifice that's going to be made. And that's going to be my son, not your son, but my son. And um, I just I love that it's always been a heart check, like the sacrifices that we make, whether it's influence, Instagram, whatever it is, maybe for some of us, it's our money, our job, the car that we drive, the people that we hate. I don't know, whatever it is. I hope that as you're hearing and a story that you're encouraged to think about maybe some of the things that God is even asking you to give up. But um, I love how like God never asks us to take any, God never asks or doesn't take anything from us because he's evil 
because he hates us because he doesn't want good for us you know he always is testing our hearts to see what's in there i think about the israelites when god led them deuteronomy teaches us that he led them in the wilderness you know so often we hear oh is there sin that kept them there for 40 years but it's laid out for moses told us why he did it and he did it to test what was in their hearts before he brought them to the promised land he wanted to know first, do I come first in your heart? And the only way I'll know if I come first in your heart is by taking from you, right? And so it's, it's when things are taken from us that who we are is exposed. A lot of us like Adam and Eve, we hide behind fig trees and leaves. We hide behind our success, behind our, behind our opportunities. We hide behind our Instagram page. But if we were to strip all that away, we would really see where our hearts laid before the Lord. And so I know we can spend easily another hour talking, uh, but we won't do that to our listeners. I wanted to let you um, speak to maybe an encouragement, um, maybe a challenge, uh, maybe a piece of advice. Like what, what's on your heart? As you think about your journey, as you think about how God has led you to this point and you know, what he's brought you from, what he's brought you to, and what he's brought you for. Um, what, what, what would be something that you wish that others can take away from your story? Nothing compares to um, worshiping God and giving him our whole heart. Like that verse that that says, yeah. uh, "Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere." Yeah. Oh my God, better is one day in His courts than a thousand elsewhere. One of them being maybe the the fame, fame, or or um, just mm. different things than a thousand elsewhere. Better is one day in His courts yeah. than a thousand elsewhere. And I, I, that's what comes to my heart to share because the reason why we would ever consider pursuing something that seem glamorous with our whole hearts and literally worshiping them in yeah. our like pursuit of them is because we fall for the the lie of what it is promising to present right. it's prom what it's promising is i'm worth like i'm worth worshiping and like i will give you everything in a way my yeah. god is that it's a lie. It's a lie. I don't need to get. There's this one. Um, what's his name? There's this celebrity who said once, "I wish everyone would uh, become w uh, wealthy and famous." I think it was just Jim Carrey. That. Yeah, Jim Carrey. I wish uh, everyone for um, because he's experienced that. He's like, I just wish everybody would become like wealthy and famous to know that like that's not everything. Right. And so we don't need to get to that point to know, you know, all you need is just take a moment in his presence. You will know, you will yeah. know it's better. It's better. It's better. One moment of just him personally revealing Jesus, the mystery of the gospel to us through his word is better. It's yeah. better than okay. anything outside. Yeah. So yeah, I, I love that. I, that's what I want to. to that's say. a word that reminds me of David. He says, your love is better than life. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? What you're saying is his love is better than social media. <laughs> yeah. 
that his love is better than a six figure paying job that his love is better than marriage his love is better than the car that you drive right and so when he asks us to give up things we're actually gaining something better right we get him which is the ultimate price the ultimate uh, not sorry price uh price the ultimate prize jesus is the ultimate prize like um when we give up and i'm sure i mean you can maybe speak to this too like when you gave up social media for a time being to obey god i don't think you lost anything you probably came back gaining more than maybe what you could have ever imagined right and that's you know we are tempted to believe that trusting jesus with the good stuff is a cost that is too heavy to bear not realizing it's the freedom that we're looking for hallelujah that's yeah. quotable yeah okay. <laughs> for sure <laughs> yes and so no yeah i love you sharing this journey with us i love your transparency and your honesty and you uh giving us a sneak peek into what god has been doing um these last couple of years or so um any last thoughts before we wrap this one up no i just want to say thank you thank you so much for um just honoring me and, and honoring god in the way that you have gone about like just leading this conversation it's such a, a blessing to just consider who who will listen to this and um i just i i, I hope that this is an ongoing conversation absolutely like we say in every episode, this is just to get the conversation started. And to that, um, you and I, we didn't get a chance. We just got caught up in the story to really talk about the book that we read together. But I highly recommend everybody to read this book, 12 Ways Your Phone is Changing You. Yeah. So many great principles, so many great thoughts. Um, I uh, Maybe we should do a part two, just unpacking how this impacts us or just kind of like the the theology behind social media and and what it robs us and so but we didn't have time to get into it but i definitely recommend that you guys read that book it's uh it's really good and maybe it'll even add to the conversations that you guys are having offline and yeah. so yeah so grateful for you thankful for your obedience thank you for your heart thank you for your truth um, thank you for your boldness to come on and share your story. I know that's not always an easy thing, um, but thank you for being able to do that. And we are extremely grateful that you trusted shaping the culture with your story. Uh, we don't take that lightly and uh, we'll pray that it blesses people. Um, we we, we uh, we're rooting for you and we pray that God gives you more influence, more impact, that he uses you in a more profound way. And that he continues to give you a heart that is able to handle all of that. Um, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. And so, but yeah, thank you all for tuning in. And thank you all for listening. I hope this blessed y'all. If it didn't bless y'all, that's cool. <laughs> I got something out of it. And that's all that matters. <laughs> and so, and <laughs> until next time, family. Peace and grace.